I'm Pastor Chu. I'm the senior pastor of this church. I want to extend to you a very warm welcome, all right, especially those of you who are visiting us for the first time, whether uh, outstation or overseas. I see many people who are non Malaysians here. We want to welcome you to Malaysia and welcome. Come on, let's give God time offering to the new Malaysia. Amen. Those of you in overflow room as well, we have not forgotten you. Uh, I was told that a, a sanctuary is totally full, packed out. Sanctuary is totally packed out. I don't know where else, which corner they are all in. Hallelujah. Thank you so much for being here with us to celebrate Christmas this year with us. I want to share with you a message entitled, Emmanuel, God with us. There are many, many names given to Jesus, and these are some of them. Numerous, numerous names. Lamb of God, the way, the truth, and the life, the word, the gift of God, the Holy One, the great I Am, and so on. But there was one name given to Jesus that was unique, distinctive, and very unusual. And that's the name Emmanuel, meaning God with us. What does it mean? Why was it that of all the names, this name was given to Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us? Well, let's look at it. It's mentioned in the book of Matthew, chapter 1, verse 21 to 23, and this is on the board. And the context was when Joseph found out that Mary was pregnant and they have not had any relationships. And, and Joseph, being a righteous man, according to the Bible, wanted to put Mary away, wanted to divorce her, so to speak. But then the angel came to Joseph and said, Joseph, don't do that. Don't put Mary away. Why? Because the conception inside of her is extraordinary. It's of God. The Holy Spirit came upon her and, and she became conceived with child. And that's what the angel then said. She will give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. And all this took place, the Bible says, to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet, the virgin shall conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Which prophet? What prophet was the angel referring to? The angel was referring to the prophet Isaiah. 760 years before Jesus was born, the prophet Isaiah gave this prophecy in Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14. Therefore, the prophet Isaiah prophesied 760 years before the actual event took place. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. God with us. Exactly what the angel said to Joseph. And further down the prophecy, the prophet Isaiah continued to elaborate, continued to expand on, on this God with us, this Emmanuel. He says, for unto us a child is born, 
unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. So you ask me, Pastor, why Emmanuel? What does it mean when we say that Jesus is God with us? Let me share with you on this Christmas morning three profound truths that God with us implies. And this can be translated into our everyday walk, everyday life. It's not something that is fantasy. What does God with us mean? Three things. The first thing, the first profound implication when the angel said to Joseph, he will be called Jesus, he will save the people from their sins, and Emmanuel, God with us, it means simply this, God became a man. God with us. What? How can God become a man? How is it possible? Why does God want to become a man? The answer is this. For your sake, for my sake. So that you and I can have hope that Jesus became a man to walk on planet Earth, split history, BC, AD, before Christ, Anno Domini. History was split. There was a man named Jesus. History has proved it. That walk on planet Earth, split history. Who is this man? He is God incarnate. He became a man, became one of us. In the 1980s, when the railroads were being built across the wild, wild west in the US, there was a man by the name of John Lewis Stevenson who belonged to this town of all railroad builders. One day he passed away. And as he passed away, the whole town came out with all the families, small town in the wild, wild west, and they followed the casket that was put on a vehicle. And right in the front of the vehicle, there was a picture of John Louis Stevenson. But more important than the picture and the flowers that surrounded the picture, huge picture, was the inscription over the picture. A town of railroad builders but the best compliment they gave to John Louis Stevenson was his inscription, he was one of us. He was one of us. And that's what Jesus is. Fully God, fully man. Why? Why is it that God should come as a man, walk on planet Earth, the reason is because only a man without sin can pay the price for your sin and my sin. A pastor, could he have sinned? And this is my own theology. You may not agree with me, those of you Christians. I believe that Jesus could have sinned. Why? Hebrews chapter 
4, verse 15 says this. For we do not have a high priest that is unable to empathize. So double negative. Huh? He do not have unable. In other words, we have a high priest who is able to empathize, not sympathize. Huh? Sympathy means I am so sorry for you. Lah, you know, no. Empathize means I feel what you feel. I go through what you go through. Your pain is my pain. I empathize with you. So the Bible says that Jesus came down as a high priest and he is able to empathize with our weaknesses, but he is also one who has been tempted in every way. He is tempted in every way, just as we were. Haha, <laughs> yet without sin. Could he have sinned? Yes. But praise God, he did not sin. So that when he went to the cross and died on the cross for your sin and my sin, and all of us are sinners saved by grace. All have sinned, the Bible says, and come short of the glory of God. Every one of us have. Only a sinless man, able to go to the cross, shed his blood for your sin and my sin, so that we can have forgiveness of our sins. I don't know about you. But sometimes, even for me, we are burdened by our sinful nature. The things that I want to do, that I don't want to do. The things that I don't want to do, that I do. Paul said that. And all of us could resonate with that. But Jesus came to give you hope, forgiveness of our sins. Paul wrote in Philippians, these wonderful words, chapter 2, verse 5 to verse 11. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being very nature God, in other words, the essence of God was in him, the very nature God, who thought it not robbery to be equal with God, yet he came and took the form of a servant, and he was fashioned like a man and like a likeness of a man. And in the appearance of a man, he humbled himself. He was God. He emptied himself. The word is kenosis. He totally made himself nothing. He emptied himself of the divinity and walked on planet earth. Why? So that he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore, God has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, whether in heaven or on earth or under the earth. At the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Come on, let's give God a clap offering. Amen. He is worthy. He became a man walk on planet earth for you and for me so that you and I can have hope, joy, peace, forgiveness of sins. Hallelujah. You know, I, 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 I shared this uh, in the first service, I, if I can remember these words. You know the song that many of us sing? We don't sing it so often now. I forgot. Is there one found worthy? Is there anybody found worthy? the lion of the tribe of Judah, 
the root of Jesse. And, he, and the songwriter, as he begins to write that song, the lyrics of the song, he says, Oh, oh God, He became a man. He took on flesh. And at that moment, I suspect the hymn writer, the songwriter was so touched by the lyrics and the profound meaning of that song. He couldn't complete. He couldn't finish. He couldn't go on anymore. All that he can say, Oh God, He became a man. He took on flesh. He said, Oh, so beautiful. That's all he can say. Oh, so beautiful. What beautiful? The scar face. All the stripes on his body, all the blood flowing down, all the, the thorns on his crown. And yet to us it's beautiful. He was pierced for our transgressions, the Bible says. He was bruised for our iniquities. The punishment of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes we are here. He's beautiful. God with us. Why? He became a man. So that you and I can have hope. A man with no sin to pay the price for your sin and my sin. The second profound implication of Emmanuel, God with us, is not only that God became a man and walked on planet Earth so that you and I can have hope and forgiveness of our sins, but He became a model for us to live. A model in the sense that not like any guru or a founder of any religion, teach me how to live a good life. Any founder of any religion will tell you to do that. How to live a good life. How to be a good man. How to be a good woman. How to, how to be honest. Every, everybody will tell that in their books of teaching. But he did not come to show us a model of how to become a good man. He came to show us a model of how to become a God man. How you and I can live our life on planet earth and yet with the authority of God inside of us. Why? Because He is God with us, ma. He is God with us, ma. He is Emmanuel, ma. So when we have Jesus inside of us, we have God with us. And when we have God with us, one thing is sure. We have authority in our lives to live a victorious Christian life. We have now authority in our lives to conquer defeat, disease, disappointment, and anything that the devil throws at your life. And I, and I know that. Many of us have suffered in many, many ways. Disappointed, defeat, hopelessness, purposeless, no peace. Why? Because the devil has only one agenda. Is this. He comes to kill, steal, and destroy your family, your peace, your health. It's never about success. It's never about wealth. It's never about how well-known you are. You know, many rich people cannot sleep. 
Many successful people have, have, uh, they have no peace. Why? The devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But the amazing thing is the same verse. Jesus Christ came to give you life and life abundant. Come on, let's give what a trap offering. This is the essence of Christmas. God with us. So it's not something that is rhetorical, something that is there, but no, He came to enter into your life, to give you victory in your life so that you, are, you, you, you can live a victorious life, so that you can overcome, mengatasi all the, the kuasa-kuasa gelap, all the forces of darkness that overwhelms you, your family, your health, your business, your work, I know I come across many people as a pastor. I pastored a church of over 4,000 people. You know the, the amount of problems and, and issues that we face? I remember there was this lady that uh, lived in an apartment somewhere in KL. Won't mention their name, but, but, but she couldn't sleep. Why? Because she, she, there was something inside the apartment that she could not explain. It disturbs her. It really disturbs her. It, and, and according to her, it followed her around. So she went to see a monk. And the monk said, after prayers, I can't do anything. Why? Because this force is so powerful, too powerful for me. So she continued to do this until she shared this problem with one of the young adults in my church. And this lady was so, so compassionate and kind that she invited this lady to stay in her apartment and led her to the Lord. And even as she came to the Lord, she began to, to it's not, it wasn't easy, it wasn't, it wasn't overnight, you see. That she still had all these things, believe me. And, but then she began to grow in the strength and the faith in God. And one day, she decided to, 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 to ask my, 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 my pastor, Pastor Gilbert, to go to the apartment and, and, and she began to take off all the charms and all the things in the house. And, and they had, uh, 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 they burned it downstairs in the basement. They burned it downstairs in the basement. And do you know that today, she could sleep like a baby, you know? Come on, let's give God a clap offering. Don't you? There's tremendous peace in her. Why? Because the authority that God has come into her life now to overcome the evil one who kills, steal, and destroy. And I say this for your family as well. For your family. I don't know what is it in your family that's got it could be dysfunction, could be, could be no peace, strife, anger, hatred. I don't know what it is in your workplace. But the amazing thing is this, believe me, I, I, I'm going to show you, I, I show you this, this thing. This is 2018. Every one of these, I could put a name and a face to it. It's all written here. I could put a name and a face to it. It's just only a sampling of what has happened this year in our church. Families reconcile. Years, feuding. But because Jesus Christ has come into their family, there was peace. Marriages restored only in the first service. In the first service, again, wow, it was amazing. There was this, this couple, again, no mention of names, no mention of names, but these are all real-life testimonies. Cannot mention the names, understand? But believe me, they are real life. They came forward at the end of the, of, of the, of the, of the service. Why? 
because sometime this year, the, 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 the wife found that he has been unfaithful. But he was repentant. But you know, it's very hard to forgive one of the wife, I was told. How? Again and again, the whole strife went through. He has repented. Do you know that at the altar call, both husband and wife came forward, hand in hand. There was forgiveness and reconciliation in the home. Let's, come on, let's give God a clap. This is real life, friend, real life. The devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Only one agenda. He'll give you anything you want. Anything you want. He'll destroy your family. In the pursuit of your success. In the pursuit of your wealth. Your health goes. You know how many people are sick because they work like mad? There's nothing wrong, nothing wrong with working like mad. Huh? But at the expense of your health, expense of your family, is it worth it? And I love this. Somehow or other, this year, this year alone, mental issues were highlighted. Don't know why, huh? suddenly, so many cases of the depression was healed. OCD, OCD is oppressive, obsessive compulsive disorder. And this happened to one of our, of our, of our live gen. And, 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 and I was corrected at the first service. Why? Because the small detail was corrected. I said, uh, uh, I said this, you see. Um, this young guy was in McDonald's. Actually, it wasn't McDonald's. It says coffee bean, is it? <laughs> Where I share this story? Share it accurately, is it? It was coffee bean. Okay, sorry, coffee bean. It was at a coffee bean that my, 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 my college pastor, Pastor Tabby, was there having coffee, I suppose, in coffee bean. And, 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 and the Spirit of the Lord just prompted her to minister to this young man because he's got a problem. But how do you approach a young man? You're a girl. How do you approach a young man? And when she was praying, and then in came a mutual friend who greeted Tab, Pastor Tabby and greeted this young man. And this mutual friend introduced both of them, and Pastor Tabby found that this young man who's in college had OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder. In other words, everything must be perfect, one, huh? Everything must be perfect. Everything must be uh, uh, clean, one, huh? I don't know whether you come across people like that one. So Tabby ministered to her, brought her into the, 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 the campus ministry. You know that today he is totally healed. Come on, totally healed, totally healed of his OCDs. More at peace with himself. Listen, this is true. Insomnia. I've got a testimony here of, of one guy, one year couldn't sleep. One year, no, only a few hours per night. Two or three years. One year, no. If you cannot sleep, uh, I tell you, uh, your immune system, look, listen, I believe, believe me what I say. Your immune system and your whole body goes down. You are irritable. The, 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 the relationship was, with his wife was, was, was really in tatters. Came the Lord. And today, really, he sleeps like a baby, you know. I don't know how many of you have insomnia. Sleep is very important. You cannot sleep because there is no peace. Wayward children. How many families have come to Pastor Lee Chu and myself? 
Pastor, pray for my daughter, pray for my son. Gone away from God. There was this young girl, straight A's, you know. I think probably the family is here. Incidentally, I've asked permission from all this to give test, to give your share. They've given me permission to say this. Straight A's. But somewhere along the line, could be hormonal, could be wrong company, I don't know. She went off, mixed with wrong company, start failing every exam. Straight A's, you know. What do you do as a parent? Isn't it heartbreaking? It's very heartbreaking to see your son and your daughter going wayward. What can you do? Nothing. It's like a free fall. They prayed. They came to the Lord. They sought the, the, the God. They pounded heaven's doors. The cell was with them. And today, the daughter suddenly came back through a process. And today, she's studying in Cambridge. Isn't it amazing? Come on, let's give her a crap offering. These are true testimonies. This, listen, the reason why I share this with you is because God gives us the authority to live a victorious Christian life. You don't have to be defeated. You don't have to be disappointed. You don't have to live in total defeat in your life. I'm not saying that you'll be all healed, everything will go on, be rosy. It's not like that. It gives you the strength and the confidence and hope. Why? Because God is with us and He wants to be with you. He wants to bless you. The devil has only one agenda. Kill, steal and destroy. Why do you go and let him kill and destroy you and your family? I don't understand. Don't you want peace? Don't you want health? Yeah, you may not be as rich, la, but so what? The list continues, my friend. And I tabulated all of this down here. And I told you, you can come and check me out. I can put a name, I can put a face to every one of them. Fibroids. 13 cm, 10 cm. A few months ago, came to me and said, Pastor, both husband and wife, can you pray for me? Because I, got, I have heavy bleeding. And uh, the, 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 I said, go and see a gynae. Oh, you've seen a gynae. What did gynae say? Do a hysterectomy. So I, I said, oh, Lord, let's pray. Let's pray that the hysterectomy will be successful and so on and so forth. And then just only about a month ago, I saw them. And I said, how was the operation? I said, Pastor, we didn't go for the operation. We prayed. And today, we went back to see the gynae. The 10, 13, the 10, 13 cm fiber has now shrunk to 3. Isn't it amazing? Come on, let's give glory to God. I, I was amazed. I'm a gynae, you know. How could this be? Praise the Lord. Man, you can say, hey, Pastor, why didn't he disappear? Hey, 3 cm, good enough. Lah. Choreocarcinoma, and they are here. I just met them. She suffered from a choreocarcinoma. And today, she is healed. Isn't it amazing? It's a cancer, incidentally. Oh, come on. Nasopharyngeal cancer. They are here. They are here. And I just prayed for them yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yes. Because they went to see the, 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 the doctor. Stage 4, no. And totally healed. Isn't it amazing? Come, listen to me. Come on. All of this. Cancer of lung, amyloidosis. I, 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 how many people woke up from their coma this year? Look, as a doctor, I do not take it lightly. You say, Pastor, so what? Hey, every one of them is their life, you know. So what to you only, uh, but to them, uh, it's life and death, you know. 
But when miracles happen, you can see I'm a skeptic, I'm very skeptic. Whatever it is, God is real. God is real. What is Kawasaki disease? Kawasaki disease is an autoimmune disorder of children. Autoimmune. Heal. God can heal autoimmune diseases. Why? Because Lord God can turn the immune system back again, not to fight your own body, uh, but now to strengthen your body. Wow, come on, it's, you don't know what it is. It's a miracle, I'm telling you. To be healed of Kawasaki disease is a miracle. Ask my wife, the pediatrician, all right? Intractable eczemas. It's true. Some of your children, you have intractable eczemas. I'm talking about, I'm thinking of Pastor Lindy's son, right? Here. You know, during those days, I, I, you could see her, him, cannot even wear short sleeve because all are sores and, and he scratches, couldn't sleep and he becomes infected. What do you do for a child who cannot sleep and keeps scratching? You say, child, don't scratch, don't scratch, don't scratch. How not to scratch or cannot go to school? But today, I think almost 95 to 99% healed. No more. Come on, let's give God a Look, let's give God a good clap offering, those of you in the overflow room as well. The reason why I share this with you is not to tell you a story, eh, but to tell you, listen to me very carefully. When the Bible says, Jesus Christ came, God with us, it was not an ordinary man. He walked on planet Earth, calmed the seas, stilled the storms, healed diseases, drive out demons. Why? Because of the authority of God inside of him. You know, when in Mark chapter 3, verse 14, when Jesus called the 12 disciples, he called them for three reasons. Number one, to be with him. God with me. Ma. Number two, to preach the good news. That's what I'm doing today. Thirdly, it's very important. The third reason why Jesus called the disciples is to give them the authority over the evil one. Come on, let's give God a clap. Right? You can have it, my friend. You can have the authority of God in your life to give you purpose, clarity of direction, vision, give you peace, victory, joy, laughter, love. Wow. This is God who gives us the victory in Christ Jesus. After Jesus was, was, was risen from the dead in Matthew 28, he told the disciples, all authority is now given to me. This is Jesus speaking. Huh? All authority is now given to me. And that's why we celebrate his birth today, worldwide. Come on, come on. He deserves the highest praise. At the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. He says, all authority is given to me. Jesus says, go and preach the gospel, yes. But it's not that all Authority is only given to us when we preach the gospel. You know why? Because he says this, and lo, I am with you always. Always. Even now, his authority is in you always. I am with you always, even to the end of the ages. Come on, come on, let's give God a clap offering. 
That's why he came. God with us, three things. I'm going to close in a short while. He came, became a man. Why? So that as a man, he became a, he was a sinless man. So that only a sinless man can pay the price for your sin and my sin. Anybody else cannot do that. Not a religious teacher, because all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Only Jesus, a sinless man who walked on planet Earth 2,000 over years ago, went to the cross. At the cross, he died and shed his blood so that you and I can have forgiveness of sins. Believe me, it's a huge burden removed. Secondly, God with us not only means God became man, but God gave us the authority to now live a victorious Christian life with love, with joy, with peace. And the third reason, can I have the music, musicians on board? It's very important. The third reason, the third implication, oh, come on, read this with me first. Shall we do that? Read, read this verse with me in the scripture. It is so profound and packed with meaning. Come, read this with me. Are you ready? Front to back, left to right, top to bottom, and those in the overflow room. Can you read with me? Ready? Let's read it loud and declare it into the atmosphere. Shall we do that? All right. Are you ready? One, two, three. No. In all these things, we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation. Wow. Nothing, nothing will be able to separate you from the love of God in Christ Jesus. That's why He came. The love of God. Nothing will separate you. But the third profound implication of God with us is astounding. Not only did He become a man when He got with us to deliver us from our sins. Not only did He give us a model to live this life with authority, purpose, clarity over disease, over restlessness, over defeat but very important. He came to fulfill a mission. A mission that goes on for eternity. It will be totally incomplete if God with us stops the moment we die. What kind of a God is this? That God is only with me this life. What about, what about after what that? No. This day, 2,000 over years ago when Jesus Christ was born and the angels sang, the million angels sang, announced this wonderful news that when God is with you, God is with me. It is not only for this life, it is forevermore. It is for eternity! In other words, death is not the end. It is for eternity. Eternal life begins now. I just did a wake service three, three days ago because one of my relatives passed away 
And believe me, as a doctor, I've seen many deaths. As a pastor, I've done hundreds and hundreds of wake services. And every time I do this wake service, if the, if the person is a Christian, deep inside me, I thank God. I thank God that death is being cheated once again. That's why the Bible says, Oh, death, where is your victory? Oh, grave, where is your sting? Praise be to God who gives us a victory in Christ Jesus. The final enemy, death, is conquered. Come on, let's give God a clap offering. And this is an appointment every one of us without fail will have to meet one day. Believe me, God with us doesn't end at the grave. For God so loved you so loved me that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever, including you, believes in Him should not perish but have eternal life. This is the promise of God. So when we celebrate Christmas, you know the amazing thing is there was one Indian family that accepted the Lord even sometime in July this year. For the first time, they came together as a family, both husband, wife, and three children. And at the end of the service, they say, Pastor, it's so joyful because for the first time I understand what Christmas is all about. Wow! It is not singing carols, even though we love to sing carols. No. God with us. God with us. There is hope, friends. There is love, there is joy, there is peace, there is victory. The devil has only one agenda. Kill, steal, destroy. But when God comes to give you life, life abundant. Let's pray. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. In a short while, I'm going to give the altar call. You don't have to answer the call if you don't want to. No compulsion. But I know in my spirit that none of you here by accident or by divine appointment. You are here. Somewhere in the grand design order of God, you came. Either because your friend invited you here or because your, your relative, your father, your mother, your, your children called you to come. I don't know. Or you might even walk in by yourself. I don't know. But all I know is that on this Christmas day, as the full gospel is preached, I cannot preach a fuller gospel than this. So that you understand why Jesus came, God with you, so that you don't have to be alone, you see. You don't have to fight the battles all by yourself. You don't have to. No matter what you're going through, if you have not received Jesus as your Lord and your Saviour, you have resisted it all the time. Maybe procrastinating, maybe postponing it. But today, can I encourage you, today, this is your day of salvation. Not to please your friend, not to please your relative or your father or your mother. But because deep inside of you, you know and you know and you know that this is the truth. And believe me, the truth will set you free. 
Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the way. Who will say this? Oh? I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. And so may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face always to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn His face towards every one of you and your loved ones and your family. Some of them are not here with you. Wherever they are, the Lord will turn His face towards them and always grant us shalom, shalom, shalom. In Jesus' precious name we pray and God's people say aloud. Come on, let's give God a good clap for offering. Have a marvellous, wonderful Christmas with your family, your loved ones.